Uh, it's a brood from the roasting of the beanies, the seeds of berries from certain coffee, <laughs> coffee spe- <laughs> species. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike our way through Wikipedia. I am your real estate agent, Tim, and with me tonight are my nephew shopkeepers. Uh, over here, I uh, just ignore this water damage, Kyle. You just slap some paint on this. It's good as new, Sky. It's wonderful. <laughs> I said, I said you were shopkeepers, not fellow real estate agents. I mean, it works. But hey, it, you know, good practice. It works. So what we do here is we uh, play the Wikipedia game, essentially. I will have Sky and Kyle going from one page on Wikipedia tonight and using the links within each article make their way to a goal. Uh, so tonight, um, I didn't really feel like doing anything holiday related. I know it's around that season. Oh, yeah? Okay. The, the week before the holiday, Yo, it snuck maybe? up on me this time. Yeah. I'm like, it it's is, Christmas it already. Sneaky. What? Um, yeah. Have you been checking in on the on the goat? Heck Yeah. Yeah, I have been too. I'm there glad. was an attack. The goat is still unburned. Was it attacked? Uh, not it. But did you see its tweet? Um, hang no. on a second. I gotta find this. I gotta find this tweet because it put out a threat. That 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 goat. It it. Uh, hang on a second. How do you spell it? Gavel goat. There it is. <laughs> JV. <laughs> Gavel Bakken. All right. So uh, the other oh, day. Oh jeez. Yeah. So there was a tweet. Uh, uh, yesterday that says <clears throat> to whom it may concern leave us goats alone mad emoji face it doesn't end well for you police emoji fire extinguisher emoji police car emoji uh, parentheses PS little brother is a little bruised but okay praying hands emoji little brother little brother I don't know. I don't know what he means by little brother. I, I think there's, I think there's there was a smaller ones. goat. Oh, was there? There's. I, I'm assuming there's a smaller goat, and uh, and that that goat was probably burned to take away attention from the big goat. <laughs> it was a it's decoy the goat. No, Tim. Tim. Yep. 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 So anyway, you know where we're starting tonight, you guys. Someone, okay, in his in the in the goat's tweet, it says whom w h o m e, and some terrible person replied, whom w h o m, please, dear goat. There's no e on the end. It's an obsolete spelling. It's been obsolete for so many years that even I don't remember it. But I mean, if you don't, then yeah. why did you take the time? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I sorry. guess we're not. I guess we're not playing. We should know better anymore. Sorry, I'm sorry. Welcome to our new Goats and Grammar podcast. <laughs> oh please, all goats and all grammar all the time. Let me just make a note here. April Fools, <laughs> grammar goats, grammar goats, with occasional <laughs> with occasional special episodes on grandmas. Oh, good. Yes. Oh, nannies and nannies specifically. Um. So tonight, I'm sending you on a quest. To connect two things that take your money. Mm. First thing is is something that takes your money that everyone hates. And that's Tom Nook. Oh, oh, uh, here's a here's a. Of course he does. Why am I asking the, that? 
the house supplier from Animal Crossing. And from there, you're going to go to some place that takes your money, but people can't get enough of it. Coffee house. Uh, okay. Tom Nook to coffee house. All right. So to decide who goes first tonight, uh, I have a, a page open on Thrillist uh, titled Coffee Shop Names That Need to Be Retired. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so I want both of you to come up with the worst, most trite, most overused coffee house name you can think of. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, is there? Are we doing something with this, or are we just coming up with it? Um, first, I'm going to see if either of yours are on this list. Okay. I mean, and if if only one of yours is on the list, you will win. <laughs> if neither of yours or both of yours are on this list, I will decide which one's the best. Okay. Some of these are specific. Some of these are not specific. I mean, I I I've seen stuff like the the really like the easy one that I would go save with it. Some... Save it. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to wait. Um, uh, message it to me. Oh, oh, I'm just sorry. so you don't influence each other. <laughs> you don't. So we're you going don't for like to... overused coffee name. Okay. Dumb and overused coffee names. <laughs> no. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> That's terrible. So, hang on a second. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I gotta come up with. Okay. Uh... So, so Sky's first answer was Starbucks, and I will not accept that. Oh, good. Yeah. Not because I like Starbucks, but it's too easy. Um, I've got two here, and I'm. Uh... Kyle has his answer in. Okay, I'm going for I'm going for this one. All right, all right. So Kyle says regular Joe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just, on through list, there is a listing for Joe anything. There yeah, we go. Cup of Joe. Even if your name is Joe, this is not acceptable, especially Aww. if your name is Joe. <laughs> I almost I almost did that one. Good ah, shoot. Sky answered the grind. Oh, good. And that is also on the list. Oh, no. Daily grind or it's a grind or bump and grind. Yeah. (laughs) We get it. Oh, we get it. Grind. Like how you grind coffee and how if you name your shop this, I hope you grind your teeth at night until there's no more. Wow. Jeez. Whoa. Until there's no more enamel and you can't drink coffee and decide to close your cafe and open a shop that specializes in the type of discount interior decor you might find at Michael's, which is coincidentally where you thought up your cafe name. Wow. Thrillist, wow. calm down, man. This, this isn't Thrillist writer needs needs some coffee, maybe. <laughs> Dan Gentile, dude, go go get for some... you. Yeah, wow, it's a lot. So you both you both made something on the list, which is great. Nice work, Sky. Hey, uh, high five. Ooh. Yeah. So <laughs> now I have to decide between regular Joe or the grind. It's up to you. Which oh, yeah, one would this I isn't like a rank be less list, likely to go to? <laughs> and that would probably be the grind. <gasps> because grind is also just kind of a nasty word. True. 
Very true. Like you can't you can't even say it without kind of it's got a lot of negative it out a bit like grind. Yeah. Especially the daily grind is bad because it's just like, oh, that's the work thing that I don't yeah. like to do. Ugh, yeah. Um, great. So I'm going to talk about Tom Nook. I think We're we should have Tom Nook. I think we Tom should make Nook. Tim tell us what Tom Nook is. <laughs> Me? Yeah. I mean, explain it to somebody who doesn't play video games ever. Absolutely. So uh, there is a game called Animal Crossing. Sure. For the Nintendo system of what? entertainment consoles. Whatever. And you are a, a human person mm-hmm. who lives in a village full of anthropomorphic animals uh? who surprisingly don't treat you as a slave or like cage you or experiment on you, even though you're like the only human. Are they like, are they like Lion King animals or are they like Disney uh, Robin Hood fox animals? They're like Disney or Robin Hood in between. fox a little bit cartoonier. Yeah. A little bit more cartoonier, a little squishier looking. A little fatter. A little fatter. <laughs> um So uh when you get there, you don't you don't have a house at first. Why are you moving somewhere you don't have a house, Tim? Uh because uh you obviously determine that the rest of your race is terrible. Are you on the and run? You need from to get away wall? as soon as possible. You trying to start over when so where no one knows you? <laughs> Exactly. Oh, you Kyle, probably did some. You probably did some terrible things. There's another character named Rover. He determines whether or not you're a crook, depending on the <laughs> questions True. that you answer. He's the gatekeeper. <laughs> That's he probably, lets you into the cult. I I don't know about this, but you're probably. I mean, I believe you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you're you're there. You don't have a house yet, but this very kind raccoon or tanuki, if you're in Japan, okay, named Tom Nook, with you so far. We'll give you a house. What? You just have to pay for it over time. No. no listen, though. Listen. <laughs> you can pay it off whenever you want. Okay. There is absolutely no interest. I mean... You could just keep your house as it is forever and live in it for free, and he won't care. Mm. But as soon as you pay it off, though, he'll make a bigger house for you without asking you. <laughs> And then say, okay, now you have to pay this one off. Eventually. Whenever. Whatever. This feels like some sort of like Greek myth. Like some sort of like morality. <laughs> like. Uh, Sisyphean housing is what yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Well, like the as moral. As soon as you pay it off, there's another one. What, what do but we you think don't the moral is here? Is it just to be content with the house you have and just, you know, is that is that what the what you're supposed to learn from this store? But yeah, there's I think no... so. You're just going to fill it with crap anyway. True. Fill it with like tree chairs and friggin' <laughs> so robots. Are you thinking of like this is TVs. This is a morality tale about tidying up. I think so. No, yeah. I I think it's just a morality tale of like why why you need why you need more stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Why do you have to get a bigger house? They you were given something already. Yeah. Anyway, we're not really talking about Tom Nook anymore. <laughs> no. Everyone I mean, hates so Tom many Nook. People, says so he's many all people greedy. think Tom Nook is terrible. Mm. Like he's this big capitalist like landlord monster. Got it. But he's not Oh wow! Oh no, Tim. Tim, do you have a? Uh, it sounds 
Like you have a strong feeling about this. He's not he's not knocking on your door going, "Hey, where's 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 my money? Mm. Where's my bells? That's the money in Animal Crossing world." <laughs> he's he just seems like to hey, have, chill. He seems to have a stash somewhere because like, you know, he's got kids or at least nephews. You know, yeah, There's, somebody to that he has to t- take care of. True, Here's true. the thing. He's like, a he needs to have income. Tanuki hey, can turn can, leaves into money. He, he don't care. Money. Yeah, but it doesn't stay that, so he'd have to be careful. He's the only shop so. in town, so like, hmm. He was. He was. Now there's more. Those uh, those alpacas <laughs> are uh, are uh, nosing in on his business That's now. That's secondhand stuff, though. It's secondhand. <laughs> True. But then there's... Or second then there's, pull, uh, as, it, as the case may be. And he doesn't touch clothing. Like, no. there's an agreement between him and the Able Sisters, who are oh, kindly hedgehogs that make clothes. I love yeah. explaining this to everyone. This is, this is so, I'm so sorry. I love this. Listener. Yeah, this yeah. is great. I apologize for suggesting that this happen. This is very indulgent. Is I'm sorry. <laughs> this is this is making my night. Okay, t- Sky, get us out. <laughs> Do something. Yeah. Let's go. Well, I'm, I'm not going to have to ask you at the end. Tim, why why did you pick this? <laughs> we found out you've had this axe grinding for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to tell the people. Uh, and you can get an axe in the game to chop Oh my down gosh. Trees. <laughs> Sky yeah. help. Oh, but man, those first few days where you can only get like one like utility item from the store every day and you can't do all the things at once and why Sky- why am I being gatekept? In this game about relaxing and having a good time and giving animals little leaves. Sky, not you Why? too. <laughs> Why can't I just have all the things I want? It's it, There's a lot of morality stuff going on in Animal Crossing. Yeah? A lot uh, of a lot of self, self uh, inspection. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Tom Nook is based on a Tanuki, sure. Although he's considered to be greedy by OneUp.com, Rich Amtower, and yeah. Rico. Yeah, you know Minamoya. what happened to OneUp.com? They're what, gone. What, Tim? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, these guys disagreed. Uh, the members oh, of the localization team disagreed. Oh, one yeah, up, they one, would. is gone. Yes, you're right. But uh, <laughs> describing him as a nice person. He describes him as the first boss you ever had, adding that despite him being all business and not always having the time and for pleasantries, Nook isn't a bad person because he hired someone new in town. Oh yeah, that's you. the other thing. No, in most ga- in some of the games, or maybe it was just one. Was it like Wild World? He's like, hey, oh, you don't have a house? Here's a house. Also, you work for me now, <laughs> and like you're. Ba- I'm what? the tutorial. Hello, I'm the tutorial to this exactly. game. Exactly. It's just it's a tutorial job. Sure. Yep. And so I'm he's so like, confused. He's like, go take this to this person. Go see how, go put this furniture in your house and see how it works. And it's like, okay. He's basically like, go learn capitalism. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh. um, <laughs> Nina Moya agreed and both felt that Nook's greed is diminished by the city's price index compared to that of his shop. Oh my gosh. Man. That's wild. Um, World. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, we've kind of talked about him. So, he's, mm. yep. Mm-hmm. So he's a raccoon. But I mean, Tanuki. just to boil it down, raccoon, capitalist, 
forces houses on you, yeah. forces forces you into debt, and and demands you work for him. You, you can't don't get say a choice no to the house. And I think that's the game's fault more than him. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the, that's the hierarchy of needs. You can't say no to shelter. <laughs> I don't think that's true either. <laughs> All right, Sky, help me out here. <laughs> um, okay, uh, first boss you ever had was, uh, was that a good experience or a bad experience for you? Man, first boss I ever had. Was terrible in my, in my experience. What was my first job? My, my first boss was Burger King. Oh, mm. so no And I believe no I told good. you about this. Yeah. Uh, I once made a Big Mac. My first week there, and I apparently put the uh, onions and ketchup down in the wrong order, or in the mm-hmm. wrong order on top of the burger. Yes. A co-worker saw this, told my boss, and my boss said, and I quote, it has been decades, and I still remember this, told me to go man the broiler until I could learn how to make a sandwich. Wow. That and then I man, left. that's a shitty place. Yeah. 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 Because you know, the coworker even mm-hmm. just not being like, oh dude, you know, catch up <laughs> first or whatever. Right. Being like, I gotta go tell the manager about this. It's like wow. <laughs> yeah, like what is mm. So on the links on and this you know page. What? <laughs> they they still took that burger and they gave it to the customer and, and I the watched customer them came take back a raving. bite. Yeah, they didn't know a damn thing happened. They didn't know that burger was just terrible. I mean, but did, it was not did you, right. Did you prefer the broiler anyway, or is that like a punishment? I or didn't you have strong feelings about either at the time? I mean, it all it all sucked. <laughs> so yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, the broiler was was very one one step job. I mean, you put the frozen patties on one end, and then you take them out and you put them in the bin <laughs> on the other end. Right. That's pretty good. So I'm noticing that the links on this page are like 90% other Animal Crossing games. Yeah, what the what are we supposed to do? With where am I, where are we here. going again? Coffee to house. Coffee house. house. I can't believe his friend Coops <laughs> the 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 pigeon. Yeah, What's Brewster. Bre- oh crap. Bra- Brewster. Isn't it Brewster? Yeah. Sure. Brewster. I forgot about the pigeon. There's a pigeon that has a... I love him so much. His coffee shop has like nothing. There's no... From what I could could find, there's like no real reason to get a cup of coffee. But I got coffee all the time there. And he'd be like, yeah. And like... What up? Yeah, cool. We get coffee. I worked there once. I don't know what triggered that. But he was like, hey, do you want to work? I was like, yeah. And like they made me like make orders for these animals. And I guess I'm supposed to like remember what they get. Like the next time, because they're basically like, "Oh, I just want like a cup of of Joe," and like I'm like, "Well, how much sugar do I put in? I don't know." And like then they're like, "Oh, this is this is crap. I don't like this." And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> what am I supposed to do?" And then he was like, "Go go man the broiler until oh, you can learn no. how to make a cup of coffee." Why do you even have a broiler in here <laughs> as a punishment? Okay. All right. What I'm um, learning here is that I'm the only person here who does not have strong feelings about it. It's right. true. Um, so my first one of the job. I to note here. Um, yeah, go ahead. IGN listed Tom Nook as the 72nd worst video game villain. 
or baby best? I don't know. Suggesting that Tom Nook has a nice face, but the cold, dead heart of a megalomaniac whose sole desires to make a quick bell. Dang. Fellow IGN editor Patrick Colon described Nook as the Animal Crossing equivalent of Al Swearingen, a pimp from the 1800s. Due to his business sense, as well as both the character's position and disposition? Okay. Wow. What? Okay. Um, I mean, he has a certain way of talking. Games Radar. I'm sorry, go ahead. He just has a certain way of talking and, like, the things oh, that he, like, hits on. yeah. And I could see, like, if there's, like, an un... There's always, like, a an under, like, context to what he's saying mm-hmm. that I could see. And I see that's why, like, people people are, like... I think people pick up on that and are, like, oh, this guy's hiding shit. This guy's evil. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants my money and that's it. Or he's... I don't know. They They do kind of play him up in that, like, sort of businessman role, I think, a little bit more than... Uh, in a satirical uh, article written by Games Radar, they suggest that the cast of Animal Crossing, most importantly Tom Nook, are setting the player up into a quote furry cult unquote. Listener, I am so sorry. Yeah, they should know by now oh my what gosh. they're getting into, especially when I host. <laughs> All right, Sky. What was your first job? I think the first job that like wasn't like mowing the church lawn where my mother was the treasurer. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I think it was at the pool store. Wow. And Whoa. that was fine. Working at the pool store. My bosses were okay. They were the type of bosses that would bring in, like, vodka and orange juice. No. And give me orange juice, and they'd all be drinking. Mmm. Yeah. And, like, they would... <laughs> and suddenly I'd be, like... It'd be the afternoon, and everyone was very giggly. And like the guy that I did, like one of my coworkers that I did not like at all, but he was like in college and I was, you know, a high schooler sure. would come over and like was just asking me about like what music I liked. And he was very chill. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like smelling like alcohol on his, on his breath. I'm like, mm-hmm. I see. And you're like, I enjoy religious ska. Yeah, exactly. The very, <laughs> oh, in, I very into the super tones. Yes. Uh, it was, it was something. Okay. It wasn't a bad first job, though. I'm never going to own a pool. No, not Tom Nook. I think think Tom Nook would be a great boss. He's very laissez-faire. Oh, my gosh, Tim. (laughs) So I got to pick a thing where I'm going, right? (laughs) Yes. Uh, I can either go to Animal Crossing games or a video game website. (laughs) My two choices One of those two. There There are other choices here. All right. (laughs) Let's go through and find all the other choices. Let's find them. I'm just going to tab through. Let's uh, Smash Brothers. Tanuki. Yep. Oh, Kingpin is in here. Yep. Sadly, not Pimp. Uh, Web comic. You could learn more about Al Swearingen. Oh, I suppose Al Swearingen. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, just a bunch of web comics. There's like three choices that aren't aren't uh, a video game website, a web comic, or another animal, or like another video game. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one are you gonna take, Sky? Man, well, you know what? I'm gonna click on New Leaf because <laughs> that that has Brewster in it. Hopefully, I'm going to click on this this pimp. This is so great. It's going to let me talk about Isabel now. No, oh, Scott. <laughs> I've been playing right into his trap. 
What, what did I, you choose, uh, I'm Kyle? I'm sorry. Clicking Al Swearingen just to get away entirely from all of this. <laughs> all right. So, oh wow. Oh, so great. Instead, Good. Of, instead of choosing Good. wholesome, wholesome video games, you chose a pimp. You know what, Tim? I'm working with what I got. <laughs> That's what he would have said. Hmm. All right. Animal Crossing New Leaf. <laughs> the game features two new animal game. types for regular villagers: hamsters and deer. What? <laughs> yep, you can be you can get hamsters and deer in this one, boys. Not at the, not at the same time, I hope. I'm surprised they didn't um they didn't like promote that more. As well as two new <laughs> NPC personalities. Now with hamsters and deer, now you can also hamsters. have two different new personality types: Smug and Uchi, which is like the big sister type. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is never problematic. Uh, oh, no, they, they were cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess of, yeah. of like the sibling Japanese archetypes, Big Sister is probably the best. Maybe Big Brother is probably the best. You Big get brother. Little Brother or Little Sister and it gets weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. weird. Uh, there's So there is a pigeon that does coffee in this game and they're like, nah, I'm not going to mention that. Oh, good. Uh, not going to mention that. But you know what? You know what they did? They partnered with 7-Eleven to offer what? special company brand in-game items. And I had a 7-Eleven umbrella in this game, and I was so proud of it. I'm clicking on 7-Eleven. You're kidding me, right? That's not a real thing, right? No, it's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. Like, 7-Eleven is huge in Japan. Oh, yeah. And they're great. We ate so much 7-Eleven when we were there. Because <laughs> um, you can just go in there and like, buy food, and it's like good f- food. I'm not... like... Where are you seeing this link to 7-Eleven in here? Uh, I don't know. I have seven uh, under promotion and release. Because um, I'm looking up seven eleven. Oh no, wait, is se- it seven slash eleven? It's seven. It's seven. It's numeral seven dash eleven. Oh, spelled, spelled out eleven. Yeah, it's really okay, weird. Gotcha. <laughs> nope. Here, Kyle, look at this whole set of seven eleven things you can get. Ah, uh, yeah. Right, so let's see this <clears throat> in the game in, in this the video game, game that the listeners is... do not. Yeah, <laughs> probably don't again, know what's going on again. Yeah, again, uh, dear listeners, I'm sorry. There's not Let's an umbrella see. in here. Huh. I definitely remember having that? an umbrella. Did maybe you I design ma- maybe it? Maybe I made it. Maybe I designed it. Yeah, you, you can just lift like the 7-Eleven logo and make an umbrella out of it. Okay. Oh, that's cute. You can make the you can wear the little clerk shirt so you can feel like you're in a job, in a game, where you yeah. have a job that's not... <laughs> exactly. Anyway. All right, I'll swear in Jen. Aside from having a really boss name, um, Ellis Alfred Swearingen was an American American pimp and entertainment entrepreneur, which is a very generous way of saying that, wow. who ran the Gem Theater, a notorious brothel in Deadwood, South Dakota, for 22 years during the late 19th century. Um, this page is approximately six paragraphs long. Um, they do talk about here his entire personal life, uh, great <clears throat> Great news. Uh, uh, he and his twin brother Lemuel, which again, good name, uh, were the eldest of two, the eldest two of eight children uh, of the, this couple from Iowa. He remained at home well into his adult years, only arriving in Deadwood with his in eighteen seventy six with his wife Nettie Swearingen. Nettie would later divorce him on the grounds of spousal abuse. Great. Uh, Swearingen married two more times with both both marriages also ending in divorce. Wonderful. Good. Uh, I'm just going to... Oh, oh, okay. I can get out of this. I can get out of this, you guys. Okay. Um, 
I doesn't have anything to do with coffee. <laughs> I can get out of it. Um, from 2004 to 2006, the HBO television series Deadwood depicted Swearingen as a powerful and influential figure in the early history of the town. Hmm. Dakota, they they talk about it. It's an annexation to the Dakota Territory. Hmm. I don't know if I'm not going to get. I know coffee was a was a. It was a a really good thing to have around on in in the West. Like it was it was not a staple, but it was it was good to have. What? Like it was. I'm trying to think of a hmm. word for it. I'm, it's not not a staple. Uh, a delic not even delicacy. Um. Anyway, utility. A sundry. Like yeah. Okay. Sundry. You know what? I'm just gonna click saloon because it's on here, and that's a place where you get drinks. That's like a coffee house for beer. I'm trying, you guys. I'm really trying. Seven Eleven. I like oh. how on one side we have Seven Eleven, on the other side we have a saloon. Yeah. It's it's Japanese owned by its, but it's headquartered in Dallas, Texas. Uh, the company's first outlets were named Totem Stores because customers toted away the purchases. <laughs> Great! Oh, wow. What a fun what? name. Some stores featured genuine Alaskan totem poles in front of the store. Oh, great. Mm. Good. Mm. Uh, 7-Eleven reflects the company's new extended hours, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., seven days per week. So that's why they call them that. I mean, I assumed. Mm. Uh, 1927, Sutherland, South, Southland Ice Company employee John Jefferson began selling eggs, milk, and bread from one of 16 ice house storefronts in Dallas with permission from one of Southland's founding directors, Joe C. Thompson Sr. Although small grocery stores and general merchandisers were available, Thompson theorized that selling products such as bread and milk in convenience stores would reduce the need for customers to travel long distances for basic items. And that's how it happened. (laughs) You can watch a video from inside of a Florida-based 7-Eleven store. Uh, They are big in Japan. 31% of global stores are located in the country. Um... That's pretty much it. They do sell coffee here, but it's not linked. Mm. So I'm going to try to do a sidestep. What? Supermarket News ranked 7-Eleven's North America operations number 11. No, In the top 75 North American food retailers are like, oh, we could have been seven. (laughs) There is coffee listed on under products on the on the right. But I don't think that's that. We've never said that that counts. Right. Where are you looking underneath like the little like quick input box? box. Yeah. Yeah, we usually don't go there. Yeah. Uh clicking on convenience stores. Okay. Uh the Western Saloon is a kind of bar particular to the old west. Yeehaw. Uh so, saloons served customers such as fur trappers, cowboys, soldiers, lumberjacks, business businessmen, lawmen, miners, and gamblers. I mean they don't serve miners. Uh, <laughs> uh saloon might also be known as a watering trough. Oh oh these are the other names for it. Okay. Watering trough, bug house, shebang, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. Cantina, grog shop, and gin mill. Sure. Uh the first saloon was established at Brown's Hole in Wyoming. Hmm. At 1822 to serve fur trappers. Um yeah. Uh, by the by, eighteen eighty growth <laughs> of saloons. Mm-hmm. What's that? I'm just saying, great! What a great history. <laughs> hey, at least isn't is at least isn't uh, Greece and Rome. Uh, 
the uh, the growth of saloons was in full swing. In Leavenworth, Kansas, there were about, quote, 150 saloons and four wholesale liquor houses, end quote, and cited. Uh, some saloons in the Old West were little more than gambling houses, brothels, and opium dens. Great. Good. Um, hmm. So uh, saloons began to have a close association with breweries in the early 1800s, 1880s, according to this. I mean, aren't that you can't have a saloon without a brewery? Isn't that you, you can't do it, right? Uh, It'd be hard. It, I mean, I guess you make a, your own, right? But it's not a saloon with that. Yeah, I suppose you'd you have just to throw it in the back. You just throw some. <laughs> if he had, if he had just hops. one drink, yeah, and he sold it to someone, but like you'd have to take it before they could drink it. To sell it to someone else. <laughs> so the uh, concept of the free lunch here is mentioned. Uh, the free lunch is a sales enticement, which offers a meal at no cost to attract uh, customers and increase revenues from other offer- offerings. I just really like the phrase sales enticement. Um, it was a tradition once common in saloons in many places in the United States, with the phrase appearing in U.S. literature from about the 187- from about 1870 to the 1920s. Uh, these establishments included a, quote, free lunch, varying from rudimentary to quite elaborate. No, no, no citation on that one. We're just supposed to believe you. Uh, with the purchase of at least one drink, uh, these free lunches were typically worth far more than the price of a single drink. The saloon. Wow. Oh, that's cited. Uh, the saloon keeper relied on the expectation that most customers would buy more than one drink and that the practice would build patronage for other times of day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess if you have enough of them, you might just turn your lunch into a dinner, technically. I mean... <laughs> so, I mean, a free lunch where you get a free lunch if you buy a drink... Yeah. Seems kind of reasonable. Mm-hmm. Like, nowadays, you get a free lunch, like, at your job, but you have to listen to someone talk about chiropractics. Mm. Ooh. That's true. I'd rather oh. just buy a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Just give, yeah, just please give me the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, they do differentiate down toward the bottom here between alcohol, rot gut, and beer. Uh, those are all different things according to Wikipedia. And then there's a series of photos of the different saloons involved here. And uh, or two different notable saloons, the the Bull's Head, where the uh, – where, where Wild Bill Hickok killed a uh, a a tavern owner. I I don't really understand it, but uh, yeah. Uh, then there's Wyatt Earp saloons. It lists here, um, which just a bunch of his saloons, I suppose. Go going back to Rockgut real quick. Mm-hmm. The entry for Rockgut doesn't actually really talk about Rockgut that much. No, no. It just things things became fancier, and they tended to avoid Rockgut. And like, okay. I mean, that's just like having like an article on restaurants and just having like a subheading on rats. <laughs> we don't have them. As restaurants got better, they avoided having avoided rats. Having the rats. Okay. Why? Why would you bring it up? I don't know. We don't. We don't have rats. Don't have, no. No one does anymore. No. No one. They're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> no rats here. Um. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So from here. Uh. I mean. Again, I was hoping to get... I, I guess bar is on here, as in, like, kind of bar. And, I mean, there are coffee bars, <laughs> I guess. That's what a coffee house is, right? 
It can be, I yep. guess, yeah. I'm going to click on bar. Bar. Convenience bar. store. Yeah, they're like small grocery stores that you can fit in a parking Your lot. Your pocket. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they offer smaller quantities of inventory at higher per unit prices for your convenience. Oh, nice. Good. How do you guys feel about uh, convenience stores? I mean... Do you guys get they're... excited to go into convenience stores in the world of possibility? <laughs> um, I'm not necessarily excited. Can this? It is weird because this is a thing that uh, Stephen and I... Uh, we, I, we, we try to go on vacation occasionally and we yeah. always end up like there is at least one point during every single vacation where there is a thing that we need to stop at a convenience store for. Right. And yes. it, it, like, it's wild how, like, I will go out of my way to try to remember, all right, pack you know, pack, uh, pack an umbrella, make sure we have one on hand and pack uh, cold medication because one of us hasn't been feeling great lately or pack, you know, uh, it, it, like I have tried so hard to avoid it, but we still, every time, even this most recent time when we came up to visit you guys, um, we ended up going to a convenience store at some point. Yeah. Um, I usually think of them like I'm only going to ever go to them when it's like, it's we're road tripping and I need like, caffeine <laughs> so i guess we'll pull in here we'll go to the bathroom and i'll get a coke or something sure mm. but usually that's at the gas station um which speaking of the first chain convenience store in the united states was opened in dallas texas in 1927 by the southland ice company like we said it became 7-eleven so they were actually the first one stores connected to a service station developed into a trend celebrated by some progressive architects what like mm-hmm. Frank Lloyd Wright, which I have a quote here for. What? In the gasoline service station, in the gasoline service station may be seen the beginning of an important advance agent of decentralization by way of distribution and also the beginning of the establishment of the broad acre city, wherever the service station happens to be naturally located. <laughs> what? These <laughs> these now crude and seemingly insufficient units will grow and expand into various distri- distributing centers for merchandise of all sorts. They are already doing so in the Southwest to a great extent. Just a naturally occurring service station. I don't understand that quote. Um, yeah. That's that's in his book, The, the Disappearing City, from 1932. Oh my gosh, that's really intense. Yeah, I think it's just like the idea of like, well, the rule, you know, you, if you, it used to be if you're out if you're out in the boonies, like you can't just stop and get stuff, but now you can, and so it's like the city's everywhere. But is wait, is that bad? I don't know. I don't it think so. It sounds like he's saying I think it's he's, bad. He says it's, well, he says it's the beginning of an important advance agent of decentralization. He says that it's an important advancing agent. Hmm. By way of distribution, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. But coffee's on here. It's on here five times. It is linked once. I checked. It's under OXO. It's under the Mexico uh, gas stations. You can get coffee, hot dogs, and nachos. So I'm clicking on coffee. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to mention before we nachos. leave that in Quebec, a convenience store is known as a depeneur, or dep for short. Depeneur what? means literally one who gets you out of a jam. Oh, Ooh, wow. So, you know... 
I guess they're also hitmen. <laughs> good, good. We have a continuous theme in this episode. <laughs> what? Uh, no. Uh, Tom Nook is not a hitman. <laughs> I mean... Although he's he does mention one time that he would call the raccoon goons on you. Yeah. Jokingly. Uh-huh. Jokingly? Okay. Question Jokingly. Mark? Did you guys jo- ever play joking, my play my Mario Maker level? Where you play or <laughs> or <laughs> Nook is instruct you play the, the twins. What's and Tom Nook has instructed you to like go into the, the human's house and like just wreck shit because they haven't yes! paid their bill yet. Oh yeah, that's that good. was wonderful. I remember that was one that. of my yeah, and like I left like little like comments as you go of him being like, Yes, yes. <laughs> Destroy the chair. <laughs> it was it was really fun. I do remember I, uh, we gotta get a switch version of that. Anyway. Um <laughs> Bars. 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 Uh, a couple things on this page. Uh, one, we've been here before, uh, mm-hmm. and two, um, uh, there's a familiar face on this page. You Tom guys, Nook? what's that? Tom Nook? No, guys, guys, someone to whom we owe a great debt uh, for this podcast. Uh, oh, it doesn't show up in the preview. It's uh, it's Jimmy Wales, the co-founder of Wikipedia, who wants us oh. to donate three dollars. Oh. I yeah, Jimmy, say, I'm, I'm good for it. I'll do that tomorrow. Why don't they call it Whalepedia? I mean... Because he's not a jerk. <laughs> I guess that's that's a good point. Uh, yeah, I I'm mean, glad that it, it is very specific that he's at a bar in this picture because it just says bar in the background. <laughs> it's literally just bar. Just just bar. You know, the, I like the how platonic... There's a, an image below it that just says a bar named Bar in New Haven, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, and it does yeah. just say Bar. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's very specific. This is Bar. Welcome to Bar. Hello, welcome to Bar. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's also uh, oh, there are some there are some other good images here as well. But I mean, those are the best ones, honestly. Oh man, so so Sky. What city in the United States do you think has the most bars per capita? Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Nope. Think <laughs> nope. about think about people who need to be able to drink. Oof. Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad guess, but no. no, it's not. It's good. Uh, I Orlando. It's, it's I close know. to me. We, yeah, we, which we also though. need to drink. Oh, is it Cleveland? No. Nope. Uh, it's it's Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, as okay. Of, as of May 2014, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania has the most bars per capita in the United States. So per person, uh, they have the most out of huh. everyone in the U.S. In Pennsylvania and Ohio, bars may sell six packs of beer to go. Is that weird? I've never, guys... I've never, I guess I've never um thought of doing that. <laughs> have you guys? Can you not do that? is that to wrong go, to go <laughs> does he do it, they like just like do they just like specifics. pour it there no in just, original no, no, no. sealed containers oh yes, it's back. yeah no like bars around here do that in some areas such as new orleans and parts of las vegas and savannah open containers of alcohol may be prepared to go mm. not a great idea guys i mean <laughs> this is not a, a good idea either yeah oh, I, yeah i suppose that's fair too um, one, one moment or one thing I want to bring up here, uh, is one note from 
bars in Poland, which is a bar uh, Blexny is my get, my best guess at that. Uh, they say literally, literally milk bar um, mm. is the is a kind of expensive, inexpensive self service restaurant serving a wide range of dishes uh, with simple interior design. Usually open during breakfast and lunch hours. Um, so huh, okay, self serve. Yeah, but breakfast food. That's very similar to a Russian. I don't even have a way to pronounce that. I don't know how to use Cyrillic. Uh, in both menu and decor, uh, and it can be compared to what is called a greasy spoon in English-speaking countries. I don't think that's true. <laughs> mm. I mean, you usually can't drink alcohol at a greasy spoon, and also they're not generally breakfast and lunch only. I, mm, I, I guess they could be. Mm. I, I feel like that term is not quite right. But a milk bar sounds in it sounds nice. I don't really know it does it is that what it is I'm gonna go there and I'm just gonna pick up some food from a display case I'm gonna eat eat it, yeah, I'll I, be a nice lady there, and then I will leave i mm. adore display cases full of pies. What? Yeah, that's pretty good. I like a diamond. Like I look at that and I'm like, that is Americana right there. I mean, in in that you mean it's ne- necessarily stale pie? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I don't as care long as we're saying stale, the same thing, Kyle, I still appreciate it. And usually, <laughs> usually it's pretty good. Well, I mean, don't let me take that away from you. <laughs> look, next time, next time. Next time we're in we're in New York State, which we'll probably be never together because no. none of us live near New York anymore. Right. Take it to Aunt Millie's. Are they have some it, of their fantastic pie? Yeah, I was going to say voted I voted best pie in Western New York by the people of Western New York. Okay, wow. I was going to say is uh, I great, I don't mean I don't mean bread. to talk it down. Yeah, yeah. If it if it is good, I could be wrong. It just the the way that that's describing, and it's, way it's better when you get it from a display case. Is it? Yes. Yourself. Okay. <laughs> because Yourself. you see it there, it exists. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, if they're like, "Oh yeah, I'll go get you your pie," and they go back, and then they bring it out, it's yes. not good. Like, where's that pie been? You don't know. It's been mm. in the kitchen. It's been in the yeah. kitchen. Literally just there. Right. But you haven't been able to see it as you've eaten this entire time. You haven't had it being able to beckon to you from the from case its, as you its... finish your, your ham and eggs. You're about the song that it's singing to you, the siren yes. song. As the as the fruit is just oxygenating, <laughs> decaying slowly. <laughs> the best that's pie is the pie <laughs> that sells itself to you. I am that you can pick out yourself. Yep. <laughs> I am uncomfortable with how this conversation is turning. <laughs> it's not enough that <laughs> I spend a, a It's one. not enough that I give you a written description of what I am. I'm going to come out. I'm going to show myself to you. Because if I can't do that, what right do I have? Hey guys, coffee houses is on here. <laughs> yeah. It what? Is. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. How oh, did you do that? It. Now we need an explicit tag. Great. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I said that earlier. It's fine. You just gotta save. You just gotta save the real bad ones. I can't believe it. I'm on coffee. You beat me. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry, Sky. You can blame the former Yugoslavia. I do. In Bosnia and Herzegovina. What's that? Herzegovina. Yeah, that one. Uh, Croatia and Montenegro and Serbia. Uh, modern bars overlap with coffee houses, and larger ones are sometimes also nightclubs. Since the 1980s, they have become similar in social function to the bars of Italy, Spain, and Greece as meeting places for people in a city. I mean, that's what a coffee house is. That's that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's a meeting place for people in a city. Um, yeah. Uh, I I like the idea of a coffee house that is also a nightclub, though. Because <laughs> at least they're helping you stay up all night, I guess. Yeah, that works. Uh, can, we, so, can we talk about coffee for a few seconds? I'm going to click on coffee house. You guys talk about coffee all you want. I just love the descriptive box for coffee. 7-Eleven did me dirty. Go ahead. You know, like in the on the right side, the sidebar for coffee. Okay. It shows a picture of a cup of coffee with the caption, a cup of coffee. Good. Type, hot or cold, parentheses, usually hot. <laughs> Country of origin, Yemen for the drink, Ethiopia for the plant. Dang. Introduced in the 15th century, color, black, dark brown, light brown, or beige. Beige is the only one that's linked there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the only, it's the only color you might do, not know. How do you like your coffee? Oh, uh, I take mine beige. <laughs> I mean, to be oh, honest, the brewery probably like, yeah, okay. I mean, that means like two cream, two sugar. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I like mine just a shade over khaki, please. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's a brood from the roasting of the beanies, the seeds of berries <laughs> from certain coffee, coffee spe- <laughs> species. Um, <laughs> you, take, you take the beanies, you put them in the thing, you grind them up. Sir. <laughs> what is- What's happening tonight? I don't... What, what, it's been a long week for all of us. Go ahead. I guess that's true. What are the quality of your beanies? <laughs> oh, our beanies are top-notch, sir. Oh, yes. We ro- have the finest beanies from Colombia. <laughs> do you roast your own beanies or do you... <laughs> Absolutely. The Nothing finest like the Arabica beanies. beanies. Dark, dark Played beanies. with by a cat. Uh... <laughs> The word coffee entered the English language in 1582 via the Dutch coffee, <laughs> borrowed from the Ottoman Dutch cave. The word from, was just like, hey, what's up? I'm here now. Kawa. Yeah. The expression coffee break was first attested in 1952. Attested. What? The term coffee pot dates from 81705. Okay, thanks. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> if you wanted to know what those two, two phrases Hold came on. from. Those are both cited. Hang on. I, I got to look at this. I like oh, it's, they the just, term it's just the dictionary. <laughs> not, it doesn't say like coffee pots came around, but the term no. coffee pot came around yeah. in 1905. It, and they just cite the dictionary there. That's very that's very weak, Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. According gosh. to legend, <laughs> counts of today's Ormoro people in the region of Kaffa in Ethiopia were believed to have been the first to recognize the energizing effect of the coffee plant. However, there is no direct evidence that has been found earlier than the 15th century indicating where in Africa coffee first grew or who among the native populations might have used it as a stimulant. Mm. 
Wow. Uh, there's um, a story oh. about an uh, Ethiopian goat herder who yeah, discovered coffee. Before. Yeah, when he noticed how excited his goats became. This, that accounts. was also um, one of the lame coffee shop names. Oh, jeez. On the list was anything goat that herd. had to do with like dancing goat. Uh, uh, we have one. There's one uh, that's right near us, and it they their coffee's fine. I don't know much about it, but their food's delicious. I go there for the food. There's a bar near us. It's called the Bloated Goat. I nope. wonder what I wonder what the <laughs> I wonder what the story is with that apocryphal. <laughs> no, <Yes>. thank you. <laughs> goats keep drinking all this beer and just getting this big gut. What's what's the deal with that? Just make barrel um, goats. Yeah, uh, there is a there is a poster an advertisement for Mason's Essence of Coffee, which I guess yeah. is. Just if you want to have something that tastes like coffee but not have to grind it, you use this. Just the spirit the, of coffee. The entire advertisement is says, good, it's Mason's <laughs> Mason's essence of coffee, smaller letters, and chicory, mm-hmm. expels the old method. Wow, whoa. And the bottle of Mason's has legs and arms and is kicking a grinder and a <laughs> it pot. It is Spartan kicking a grinder. And I thought that the coffee pot had a knife in the side of it, but I think that's just a handle. It's just a handle, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, I murdered this coffee pot. Oh, goodness. A term that you won't know until the 1700s. Um, you don't know what this is yet. I learned a thing about mocha that's not on this page, I don't think, but I learned it. Okay. Um. Oh, shit. I just... Sorry. <laughs> Again, I just saw the picture of the coffee cuppers. What are they doing? The what? They're professional coffee tasters. They're just they got their faces in these cups. Anyway, yeah. Mocha is named by named for like a port in like it's like Mocha is like a place. Oh, really? That that is they do have a they have a illustration of Mocha. Oh, yeah. there we go. View of Mocha Yemen during the second half of the 17th century. Wow! Yeah, Whoa! It's named yep, after that. That's a they, I don't know got... why I always like was just like oh mocha that makes sense for a name for like a coffee and chocolate mix. That's yeah, that's a good point. It just like seemed to make it. sense, but then when I thought about it, I was like, wait, yeah, why? Why that doesn't mean hmm. Anyway, uh, there's been coffee prohibitions. We talked about this. Uh, there wasn't there somebody who like banned coffee for a while. Did we talk about this on the podcast? I don't remember. No, it was, no, 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 it was it in. Was... Uh, uh you don't know jack yes oh no um it got banned yeah coffee got banned because they and like the new like four yeah. thing answer yeah uh, they so. have they have a they have a round called octopus coffee queen elizabeth or frankenstein good yeah and the question was which one of those was banned from like i can't remember where the country it was yeah. um where was it banned from i'm trying to remember oh, okay. um I mean, there, I do have I do have a whole thing about prohibition here. Uh, Sweden, Sweden, uh, yeah. And it was you know the reason he just didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> he wow. just didn't like coffee. Okay, like Gustav the guy that was in charge. Yeah, I mean that sure. The Oromo people would customarily plant a coffee tree on the graves of powerful sorcerers. Dang. They believe the first coffee bush sprang up from the tears that the god of heaven shed over the corpse of a dead sorcerer. Get over yourselves, coffee. Are you kidding? This I thought you were going to say sorcerers. No. <laughs> Get over yourselves, sorcerers. 
I, I'm into That's this story. Do it. That's a good <laughs> place to awesome. end, I think. I'll check this page for vandalism. Okay. Real quick. I mean, there's uh, got to be some on here. Yeah, you'd think so. It's a pretty big page for there not to be. But you know what? There isn't in the first page, so I'm going to call it good. I'm going to say this is a holy holy place. That uh, <laughs> a, world's, a World Brewers Cup championship takes place in Melbourne, Australia, every year that houses contestants from around the world to crown the world's coffee king. That's the cited twice. Coffeeist. <laughs> the most coffees. Your your coffiness. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I just like that title. It's good. It's good. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, anyway, I landed on Coffee House, which is a yeah. place where you can get the drink that you were just talking about. All right. Great. It's a uh, it's an establishment. That primarily serves coffee-related coffee drinks, uh, including lattes, cappuccinos, espressos, and, depending on the country, according to Wikipedia, other drinks, including alcoholic. <clears throat> what? Um, yeah, that's what it says here. Uh, some coffee houses may serve cold drinks, such as iced coffee and iced tea. Uh, in continental Europe, cafes serve alcoholic drinks. Uh, sure. They may also serve some type of food, such as light snacks, sandwiches, muffins, or other pastries. I like how muffins gets a specific call out. I know. That's not just other pastries. Um, and then they list here that coffee houses range from owner-operated small businesses to large multinational corporations. Hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, just all those things. Um, it does actually go into the etymology for this as well, Sky. Like I don't why do why do we care so much about where this word comes from? I don't know. Um but they do okay, the English word cafe to describe a restaurant that usually serves coffee and snacks, uh rather than the word coffee that describes the drink, is derived from the French word cafe for coffee. Um the first cafe is believed to have opened in France in sixteen sixty. There's a citation here, but that's that's really all they got. That's the entire oh Sorry, that also cites the dictionary. How does the dictionary know who where the first cafe opened? I, I feel uh, I feel like your citation game is getting pretty weak here, Wikipedia. Yeah. Um anyway. Yeah, cafes or coffee houses are are uh basically a staple of, of city living for a lot of for a lot of the places that they list here. They go down through like Europe and, and otherwise um and in in the US but yeah basically it's it's all you know this is this is what you have in the middle of, in the middle of cities and it's important because this is where culture happens quote unquote or Coffee did culture sure yes culture culture too that yeah just general cul- talk about culture. the war yes oh Start and bible studies oh no um, study the bible from the 1960s through 1980s, churches and individuals in the United States used the coffeehouse concept for outreach. They were often storefronts and had names like, oh, oh gosh, you guys. <sighs> names like The Lost Coin in Greenwich Village, The Gathering Place in Riverside, California, Catacomb Chapel in New York City, and Jesus for You in Buffalo, Jesus New York. for you. Of that's course. For, that's Jesus for you guys. for you in Buffalo? Yeah. Have you guys I'll seen see this? No. Okay, oh, we got to go... Next time we're in next time we're in Buffalo, we have to go to Jesus for you. Jesus for you. That's what it says. Um 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, an out-of-print book published by the Ministry so, of David Wilkerson titled because A I'm, Coffee House Manual. Sorry. Because I'm in Grand Rapids when I when I map shirts Jesus for you, it just took us to our daily bread ministries. It's like <laughs> yeah, down the road. Well, you know, it, it's trying. It, it knows. I'm not seeing anything about about this place. Is it is the four a number or a word? <laughs> um, it is. A, it's a word. Okay. Um, Jesus, sure. Jesus for you. Jesus F O R U uh, Y O U in Buffalo, New York. Um, okay, so I did find the Coffee with Jesus comics. <laughs> oh, those are those are better. We those are you good. Know, my church runs those. Um, okay, so an out of print book published by the Ministry of David Wilkerson titled. A coffee house manual served as a guide for Christian coffee houses. So we have this guy to blame, um, which David includes Wilkerson? what's that? David Wilkerson is also the guy who wrote the cross and the switchblade. Oh my gosh, you're right, Tim. How did you just know that? Because I had a comic, uh huh, and um, it was a comic about the cross and the switchblade. Okay, and uh, on the cover it has him. Um, about to get beat up or something, and it says you can you can cut me into a million pieces, and every piece will still say I love you. <laughs> okay. Um, it, that sort of thing sticks with you, dude. That's what I'm trying to say. I I, I believe you. I'm looking for an image of it now because now I want to mm-hmm. see this. And looking for this Jesus for You coffee house in Buffalo, New York, that does not exist. I did find the Underground's Coffee House in Buffalo. Just another bad name. Uh, well, I want to find this book because I want to see if it, because it, it, according to this, they had a list of all of the, uh, of different names for coffee houses. Like this is part of the, this is part of the thing. Yeah, there you go. Um, let's see. Wilkerson. Coffee House Manual, David Wilkerson. Oh, this is a, wow, that's a cover. Hang on a mm-hmm. second. I just found the book. Oh, did you link me to it as well? Yep. Yep. Or the cover. Uh, no, no, no not that book. No, no, this book. Uh, a Coffeehouse Manual from oh. David Wilkerson, or Don Wilkerson. What? Is that oh, the wrong Don one? Don Wilkerson. Wait a minute. No, it says David Wilkerson on Wikipedia, but Don Wilkerson on, uh, on Amazon.com. Don, Don, Don. Wikipedia. Oh, is this cited? This it manual is here's a here's a uh, part of a review from Tim Schultz. This manual was written in an era where churches and individuals sponsored coffee house storefront ministries. It was an exciting time for outreach, and questions arose about how to run these ministries. The books helps you with suggested names, some now outdated, staffing mm. issues, and literature to use. Uh Wow. Some vintage photos are included in the manual. Candles and people sitting around. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yep. Well, uh, I, wow. I I really want to see the um I really want to see the list that they have. Um maybe we'll be able to dig it up later. Uh but anyway, yeah, just that that cover, that is that is very very 1972. Yeah. It, the uh the colors that they're using are like a faded pink and purple on this kind of corkboard brown. 
and the coffee and house are written in the curliest script you could manage uh, and still be legible. Um, it is it is very dramatic. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, we have that guy to blame apparently for all of this. Well, there you go. Great. Mm-hmm. I was somehow I ended up on the coffee mugs page of Walmart. What? Dot com. And uh there's just one that says, I don't give a sip. <laughs> and somehow, for some reason, even though this is the coffee mugs page, uh among the items for sale are um plastic cups. I mean So uh, I mean, there's a best yeah. ever daddy mug. No. That you can personalize. <laughs> cool. So there you go. Available in two colors. <laughs> what are the two um, colors, Tim? <laughs> I'm trying to see. Oh, um <laughs> white or <laughs> white or gray. Good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yep. Wonderful. Uh all right. Well, congratulations, Kyle. Thank you. That Thank was you. a surprise, surprise poll. That was nice. Seven mm-hmm. Eleven let me down. They had. An, I, I, I would yeah, have been I'm there. If their coffee was linked. <laughs> have you Good ever job, had Kyle. coffee from Seven Eleven? No, I actually don't go to Seven Eleven very well. Maybe I had some in in, in Japan. Actually, I had yeah, like. That's what I, was asking. I bought there, some. There aren't really a lot of Seven Elevens in our area. No, and like the Seven Elevens that are here, it's like you in there get a Slurpee, and that's about it. Yeah. Everything else is kind of crappy. <laughs> Well, I mean, I haven't been to one in a very long time. There used to be one by my old news or by my own my old uh, office uh, building at the time, and uh, my my boss would occasionally send me out to get snacks for people, uh, just because it's tough. We need you know on deadlines, it's tough to do that. You gotta have you gotta have sugar apparently, and the only place nearby was the Seven Eleven. That so we we would go and just like raid a bunch of the candy. And so bring back like five packages of M and M's and things like that. So yeah, yeah. But that was all I ever went there for. So cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on our journey from Tom Nook. I'm sure plenty of you had a great time learning about Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes, plenty of you did. To Coffee House. Uh, we have a lot more of these. If you'd like to listen to them. You can head to our website at wskbcast.blogspot.com or find us wherever you find your good podcasts. Um, if you'd like to, leave us a review. We'd love to have one. Um, we do have reviews, though, right? Yeah. Some I mean, reviews. we'd love to have more than more than one. We love several reviews. We have 18. Wow. wow. <laughs> I like how we're both surprised at that instantly. <laughs> I am? Wow. I think we have five stars. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, like total from the eighteen reviews. Oh yeah, that's that more that <laughs> makes more sense. Uh, we get ten ratings out of out of the eighteen reviews. Okay, and it's five stars. Dang! Thanks, Sweet. guys. That's very kind of you. Thanks. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at wskbcast or on Facebook. Just search "We Should Know Better." And uh, is there anything else you guys would like to plug tonight? Uh, happy holidays, I guess. Yeah. I, guess. I don't know when I'm going to edit this and get it out. It'll probably be before Christmas. 
I, it'll be fine if not. It's not a big deal. We got to get it out before the gal goat burns. <laughs> no, <laughs> you leave that goat alone. Leave him alone. If the goat burns, I'll check when I'm before I post this. If it does, I'll I'll insert a correction here or an update. It's such if a the sweet goat, goat burns, we riot. I'll I'll insert like an, a minute of silence. No. Oh, no. <laughs> or just a minute of of plaintive uh you know bleeding. Just mm, no. That's not what I'm gonna do. Here's here's a minute of the goat begging for its life. <laughs> Oh, oh that's a, it's such a sweet goat, though. It just wants it everyone to have a good holiday. It's also got some attitude, though. It's not going to put up with your crap anymore. I mean, it as it shouldn't. No. <laughs> no one should. Because you shouldn't go around burning goats. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Please don't yeah. do that. And on that PSA, <laughs> have a good night. Good night, Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Sky from the Future here to tell you that one gavel goat, big gavel goat survived uh, Christmas. He lived, and that's great. Um, other thing to tell you is his brother burned, smaller brother burned, but I don't know if that really counts. Maybe not a real goat. Don't know. Two, I obviously didn't get this out before Christmas or before New Year's. Holidays are very, very busy. I completely underestimated uh, how... The holidays with a toddler uh, would be, and they were rough, so I'm sorry this is getting to you so late. I'll have the next episode up soon, hopefully we'll catch up, and yeah, happy happy after holidays, we appreciate you, love you, goodbye. Don't burn, go! (laughs) (laughs) oh wow what if i have to stay warm (laughs) and the only flammable object (laughs) no tim what you do (laughs) what you do is you take the fox across first then you take the the seat the the grain back neck with you and the gasoline yeah oh no Hey, we're recording a podcast. I mean, potentially. I mean, no one can, like, judge it. If we say it's a podcast, uh, it's a podcast. I mean, uh, Tim, I mean, there's an entire rating system that is sp- specifically about that thing. <laughs> no, it's just... Alg- algorithms. It's just, like, <laughs> if you if you cuss, that's all it cares about. Oh, I see. Just if okay. you have the explicit tag on it. Mmm. All those cusses. Cusses. Sweet, mm-hmm. sweet cusses. Okay. Well, there's a stinger. That's something I've I've noticed about myself is um every other week I, I go over to a friend's house and play a game called Gloomhaven. Okay. And it's basically just kind of like a dungeon crawl board game. You get in there with your team and you you fight monsters and stuff. Okay. And I'll start swearing at the monsters. <laughs> What? And I don't know why I do it. And I think it's just like subconscious venting mm. of things that are going on. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That makes sense. But that's, uh, what, that's good. part of what games are for. Yeah. It feels good. But then I'm driving home and I'm like, 
man, I definitely, I definitely cussed a lot. <laughs> Did it cuss? Did multiple cusses? Multiple cusses. Cussed at those orcs. Yep. All right. I mean, as long as it makes you feel better, I don't see a problem, honestly. But is it like, I mean, it, it's almost like I don't do it anywhere else that I can recognize. Okay. So, I don't know. I I I think you're okay. okay. I don't think it's a problem. All right. Thank you. Mm. So, <laughs> are you guys ready? Yeah, let's do. 